real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Podcastpreneur Podcast, where you will learn how to produce, promote, and profit with a podcast. This episode originally appeared on the Frugalpreneur Podcast. To receive free access to my upcoming podcasting masterclass, please sign up at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash masterclass. That's T-H-E. S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash masterclass. Now on to the show. This is Sarah St. John. Thank you for joining me for the Frugalpreneur podcast. And on today's episode, we have Mark Asquith, who is the CEO of Rebel Base Media, which brings you Captivate FM, Podcast Success Academy, podcast websites, and productivity. That's a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So can you tell me a little bit about your background and and how you got started in podcasting? Yeah. So my background is I used to own a design and digital agency back in the day, and we used to do work for all sorts of people. used to work for like Adobe and we've done uh, New York Times work and we've done like um, Fortune magazine covers and big web platforms for brands that you engage with most days. And that was like from this little tiny office in in a tiny mining town in the north of England. So we did that. And then I got into podcasting in about 2013 and started my own show and kind of spotted a couple of things that I thought would help other people in that space. The first one was the podcast websites platform. When I started my first show, I just realized that actually I was fortunate enough to be able to know how to link up WordPress to a hosting platform and to do all this other stuff like add lead magnets and all that sort of stuff. But there were so many podcasters coming through. And as I was interviewing people and talking to people, they were saying, how the heck have you done that? So we span podcast websites up as a bit of a hybrid between the agency service and a podcast tech company, which we became uh, a little bit after that, a full-on tech company. And it was kind of this weird hybrid model that works really well. We still have that product and people still use it. It's an amazing platform and service for people. And from there, we just built more stuff. So productivity was actually my first idea in podcasting. And, and we're just implementing that now, six years later, because the industry's kind of caught up with what we want to do. And then we realized we could do a lot more with podcast hosting as well. So podcast hosting you know, a lot of the older school companies out there and some of the interfaces are really difficult to work with. And they don't really cater for podcasters like we do, which is to see things from the podcaster's perspective. And that's why we created Captivate, to make it easier, to make sure the support was very personal. So like, I don't know, it seems to be a case with a lot of industries that have grown up very quickly that, you know, this is a 15, 16 year old industry, which is actually quite a, a short amount of time. A lot of people will In many industries like that make you feel silly if you enter the industry and don't know all the answers. So we wanted to create a platform that when you ask for support on it, no one makes you feel silly, like you should have all the answers. And we wanted to just make something that was very growth oriented. So we'll actually progressively help you to grow rather than just take your money and do our job. So that's kind of the background. That's why we got into it. That's how we got into it. And yeah, I think my first podcast was like 2013, which is actually insane now. I'm really getting old, which is not good. That's why I'm so great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and how many podcasts do you have now? I listened to the podcast accelerator. 
I love that show. <laughs> Why, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So I've got the Podcast Accelerator. I've got a Star Wars show called Spark of Rebellion. I've got all my old shows. I've got four interview shows that I did back in the day. Founders Fireside. I've got Captivate Insider. What else is there? I'm sure there's something else. And I've spun shows up in the past and killed them in the past. The original show was called Two Shots to the Head, which is a DC Comics podcast. So we've had a lot on there. And we've obviously, you know, we've got thousands and thousands on the network as well. But they're my shows. But the Podcast Accelerator and Spark Rebellion, really they're actually the only two that i produce regularly okay and then can you tell us a bit about captivate fm and how it differs from other hosting companies i know it has quite a few unique features yeah so it's a good question actually and it's, it's one that i get asked a lot like what is different about captivate and the first thing is that it's it's just very very easy like i've got a background in running a design agency for years and years so everything that we do is easy because we're used to designing stuff that is easy which in order to design something that's easy is not easy. That's why most other hosting platforms are not easy to use. It's really hard to achieve that. So we, you know, we make everything very, very easy. Everything's like I was, I was patient zero for Captivate. I was using Captivate about a year ago, 9th of April we're on when we're recording this. So I started using Captivate a year ago, even though it only launched about seven months ago publicly. And I was like patient zero. I was testing it. I was hammering it and saying, I don't want it to do that. I want it to do that. I want it to look like this. I want this to work like this. So we've used, we've done everything from a user first perspective. So that's kind of differentiator number one. But the big two differentiators are the pricing, the fact you can have as many podcasts as you want on one account for one cost. And we don't hold any features back. Like every other podcast host says, well, you know, it's kind of 20 bucks a month for this, but if you want to do this thing, we're going to pay us another 10 bucks. You know, we don't do that. We don't believe that's, uh, I, I just think that's a boring business model. And it's like, I think we can be better by not doing that. So that's the other thing that we do. And then the third thing really makes Captivate stand out is because we set out from day one. Like when we announced Captivate, I said to the guys, I said, right, we are going to call this Captivate. And, 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 and that idea came from one of the team members, the name of it. And the tagline is the world's only growth oriented podcast host. And that annoyed a lot of the other hosting platforms because they said to me, I got some, I got some private messages saying, are you saying that we don't care about our audience and our podcasters growing? And my response to them was, we'll prove it. Like show me something you've released over the last 10 years that proactively helps people to grow. And obviously no one can. So we always, every feature that we build whether it's the calls to action on the embeddable player, whether it is the one-click sponsor kits, whether it is the single subscription link, whether it's something around your audience avatar or how you cut your analytics up, everything we release is there to help you to grow, like a proactive feature that will help your show to gain more downloads. Um, so they're the differentiators. I love talking about it, as you can tell. I could talk about this all day. <laughs> <laughs> so when you can have multiple podcasts, is that like for your own podcast or say if you want to start a network of other people's podcasts, how does that work? Would that then have to be a separate account? So the way that works, a good question. So you can have as many of your own shows on there as you want. So you could create your own network on there. So like, say if I want to, I've got Spark Rebellion, the Star Wars podcast. I want to do one called Rebelcast and one called Luke Skywalkast and all sorts of different. That's actually quite a good name. I'm going to use that. <laughs> um, but if I wanted to create my own network, yeah, I could just do it on one of the personal plans, you know, so I pay the, I pay the plans, the pricing that is on the website and I can create as many shows and build my own network. The difference is if you want to be a network where you resell Captivate. So say you want to provide that as a service where people pay you and you just do the hosting for them. 
you would have to then be on one of our network plans. But we always custom price them because what we don't want to do is say, well, you're a network that might only have five shows on there and you might be charging 100 bucks a month for your service. Why should you pay the same amount as someone that's got a thousand shows and charging five grand a month per show? So we always work very personally with people because, you know, our goal is if you grow, we grow and everyone's happy, you know, so we always work like that. So the personal plans, you can have as many shows as you want, as long as they're yours. And if you want to host for other people, literally just let us know and we'll do this. We'll get on a call and I'll work you out a custom deal like we always do. It works really well for people that because it's back to that personal approach. People when people come to us, they very often said, you know what? It's the first time someone's actually wanted to have a conversation. Normally they say, well, no, you, you know, you got to pay us, you know, five, 10, 15 times more than you would on a personal plan without any understanding of what they're trying to achieve. So we do things very personally in that, in that respect. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. It helps people grow with their podcasting. And as far as the calls to action, you had mentioned that, and can you kind of explain more how that works? Yeah. So in your embeddable player, so the Captivate embeddable player works everywhere pretty much. So it works on Twitter. It's fully responsive on different devices. And it's just it's a really cool player, whether it's the playlist version of it, the latest episode version of it, or just the embeddable player per episode. And inside that, what we allow you to do is in the marketing section of Captivate, which no other host has got a marketing section, we let you enter calls to action into your player. So let's say that you're, you're listeners now are listening to, to, to your show, you can say, hey, this is Sarah. Um, I'm here with Mark. And guess what? Do you know what? If you want to try Captivate for seven days and you're listening on one of the embedded players, whether it's on Twitter the, or the website or whatever, hit hit the button now on your uh, embeddable player, hit the, the links icon and you'll see a button in there where you can click it and it will take you to Captivate to start your trial. So you as an example, if you had an affiliate link, you could put that link in as a call to action on your podcast player. And while you're talking to me, people can be clicking on that link on your website or wherever. So it's really good for like lead magnets, affiliate marketing. It's really good for um, generating email subscriptions or signing people up to a free trial of a course or even... I think it's a really good way of getting people to listen to the second episode. So this could be the first time I hear your show. What a great way to get me working on the next episode is to say, do you know what? Actually, if you like this show, you probably like the one that we talked about a month ago about this thing. I've put a link in the calls to action for you. So there's lots of ways that you can use it. But the idea is that people listen quite passively. So when something pops up that they want, actually, okay, we'll just click the links icon and up comes the call to action. It's really powerful. I use it a heck of a lot on, on all my shows. We use it for on the Star Wars show. The main button is the Patreon button, and we generate patrons you know, fairly readily from that. So, yeah, it's a really cool little feature. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know of anyone else who does that, no other hosting company. So, <laughs> And then you had mentioned the one-click sponsor kit. Can you go over what that is? Yeah, again, so you go to your marketing section in Captivate. What's the biggest thing that everyone wants to do is to get a sponsor for their podcast. What's the one thing no one knows how to do is get a sponsor for your podcast. So what we do is we take a lot of the guesswork out of it. So sponsors only really want to see certain things like who are you talking to with your podcast? What are the download numbers? Can I have a little bit of a sample of your content? And it does your brand look good. Like I don't want to, if I'm a sponsor, I need to make sure that I'm associating with a brand that is good. So you go to your marketing section in Captivate, you literally press a button and a PDF is generated on the fly. It's got your cover art on there. It's got your branding on there, your color scheme, which is derived from your player. It's got your download statistics across various periods. It's got your website. It's got your contact information. It's got your last three episodes. It's got your audience avatar. It's got everything you need to be able to say, 
hi, sponsor, this is my show. Do you want to work together? The cool thing with that is we all know the hardest bit about generating sponsorships is having that first conversation. So we make that a lot easier by just saying, look, you know, hey, I'm Sarah. This is what I do. I think your brand could be a really good fit for my audience. Guess what? Here's a PDF that shows you why. And that is literally one click of a button. It's Again, that's another really cool feature. I love it. Wow, that's awesome. And y'all also create awesome websites too. They're very visually pleasing. <laughs> yes, they are. That's the perils of being an old school design company guy. But they do look really cool. I use it for Captivate Insider. I use our own inbuilt websites for Sparker Rebellion. And I use podcast websites for, for, for my own website as well. So in terms of the Captivate websites, we do two things. If you want to start a show up very quickly you can very easily create a podcast on Captivate. Like you can be in Spotify legitimately in 20 minutes from signing up. Like I've done that with people. And the website itself, because the way the player works, the podcast player, it designs itself. So if you upload your cover art and it's pink and blue, the podcast player will be designed to your cover art. Like you won't even need to do anything to it. It will just design itself to look like your brand. And the website kind of feeds off the back of that. So it allows for Podchaser integration. It allows you to upload your Patreon links and put a custom header image in and put your logo in. But I'm talking like this is five clicks and you've got a website that works on an iPad, on an iPhone, on a computer, on a laptop. You've got a, something that when you share it to Facebook or Twitter, it's got a really nice looking image. We generate the images for you on the fly for sharing. And I use that so much for a lot of the shows that I spin up. And, and I know a lot of people do you know, they'll start a podcast thinking, oh, I don't really want to create a website for it. It's too much work. And then boom, once they've launched, they think, wait a second, I've got a website. This is, I didn't expect to even have this. But the other thing that we do, because we work, you know, like our heritage is WordPress. We've been doing WordPress for like, I'm getting old. Like I, We've been doing WordPress now since about 2006, 2007, like in its really earliest days. And we built podcast websites, which is a WordPress platform. So when we built Captivate, we built a plugin called Captivate Sync. What that does is it's a plugin that you download on, from the WordPress repository or you download it from your Captivate dashboard, install it and authenticate it on your WordPress website, and it basically turns your WordPress website into a, a podcasting machine. So unlike something like PowerPress, which will generate your podcast's RSS feed on your website, which can make your website slow. If your website goes down, your RSS feed goes down to the point that the guys that make PowerPress had to make another product called Podcast Mirror to guard against that. So that kind of shows that it's a little bit of a weird thing to do. Ours doesn't do that. But what it does do, it means that Captivate handles all of the stress. It handles all of the RSS feed generation. But if you love a WordPress workflow and you've got WordPress already, you log into your WordPress account, you click publish new episode, and it you can publish it from WordPress and it will sync directly to Apple and Spotify and to Captivate. It will generate a post on your website. It will generate the podcast player, give you all the shareable links, and you can sync all of your shows to it. So if you want to create a network on your website, you literally just say, yeah, sync that show to my WordPress site, sync that show to my WordPress site, and here is the page that I want that show to go on. So it's a that's a really cool plugin as well. That's like uh, Lester who... Uh, runs our engineering team on podcast websites, built that because he's a WordPress guru. Um, so we do a lot with websites. You know, we do a lot with websites. And, and a lot of people will say, how does it compare to PowerPress? And ultimately, it's very different. PowerPress will 
generate the feed on your website. It's a very old school looking plugin, even though it's had a bit of an update recently, still looks quite, you know, maybe a little bit dated. And that will generate everything on your website, which is kind of sometimes quite dangerous. But just because something is not generated on your website doesn't mean you don't own it. So a lot of the a lot of the people that kind of use PowerPress say, well, yeah, I own my .com. Like there is no difference. Like you own your .com with Captivate, you own your .com with every other podcast host. It's just like a weird argument that people have. And then the other thing that people say is, how does this compare to like Pat's Fusebox, you know, formerly a smart podcast player? Knowing Pat, I know him, you know, he's a good guy, he's a good friend. And we talk often on this sort of thing. And frankly, honestly, Captivate kind of does everything that something like Fusebox does. Like it has the players, it integrates with WordPress, it, but then it also does your analytics, your sponsor case, it does your host and your ISS feed. So there's nothing that something like that does that Captivate doesn't do and a lot more as well. My goal genuinely with Captivate is to stop you, the podcast, having to pay an extra 10 bucks for this brand new shiny toy because you spend 10 bucks a month, 10 times, actually that's someone that could do all your editing for your podcast or could help you to market your podcast. And I'm always very against people coming into a space like podcasting, seeing an opportunity to make money and essentially saying, well, let's give them something they kind of don't need, but brand it as a bit of a silver bullet. I'm not saying PowerPress or Fusebox do that, but my goal personally is to stop you, the podcaster, paying for all these little peripheral bits that suddenly you think, what? why am I spending 500 bucks a month on my podcast? You know, I want to stop all that and make sure that you've got everything you need. So that's my personal mission, which... Uh, sounds a bit weird, actually, but, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. an all-in-one platform, basically. <laughs> what I want to try and do with it is not so much be the all-in-one. Like, I want it to be very good at helping you with your podcast workflow and everything that you do around that. We don't want to be a WordPress, like the best WordPress lead magnet option. Like, sure, we could build that into Captivate, but we want to be just Captivate powers your podcast and will work very well with WordPress. And if you want WordPress, we have another business that deals with that, but we don't want to be your WordPress. You know, ultimately we want our stuff to work well with some of the other tools that you need that aren't podcasting tools, you know, like a HubSpot or a, a WordPress or a Aweber for your email marketing. So that's the goal is not necessarily everything in one place, but just your entire podcast engine all there for you. And one question I had was like, the base plan is $19 a month for, I think it was 12,000 downloads. So, but what if you go over then like, can you pay per thousand or how does, or would you have to go up to the next plan? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually give you a few months grace on this one. So we never automatically update you. So if you go over your plan, which people kind of, to be, to be clear on this as well, when people get over 12,000 downloads, they're normally making a bit of cash. So they want more help with things, which is quite interesting. So generally what we'll do is we'll say to you, look, you'll get an email saying you've gone over the 12,000 downloads. Well done. Keep it up. This is brilliant. Like, don't worry about it. You ain't being charged anymore. Don't sweat it. It's all good. You just carry on. If you do that second month running, we say, hey, this is great stuff. Looks like you're on a growth trajectory. Again, we're not going to auto update you. Don't sweat it. Keep doing what you're doing, but let's look at having a conversation about this. And then what we do with you, we'll work with you because like I said, everything's very personal. We'll work with you and say, you know what? What's this trajectory look like? Like, should you be on the higher plan because you think you'll get to that stage very quickly? Or was this a spike? Or you might have a six months period where you contract him for CNN and it says your logo of the podcast in the bottom corner. So obviously you're going to get a bit of a spike. 
we'll work with you on actually what's the best setup for you. So we never auto upgrade you. We never force you to pay more. We never hold any features back. You know, that 19 bucks a month is for unlimited podcasts, unlimited podcasts. Now, the interesting thing with this is that if you look at the terms and conditions of all the other podcast hosts who profess not to charge you for the downloads, go and look at the terms and conditions and go and find the place that says fair usage. Go and find the numbers to do with that fair usage. Because believe me, we're one of the only companies that are actually just putting what we charge you for up front. Everyone else charges you for the exact same stuff we do for downloads. They just bury it in the terms and conditions. And then what they do is they keep advanced analytics back from you until you pay another 15 bucks a month. You go from five bucks to 20 because you need the advanced analytics. So we... I believe whether one of the only hosting platforms that actually charge you for what we get charged for. Look at some of the original ones. They charge you for storage. Storage is a fixed cost. It does not change. We charge you for bandwidth, which is the only thing we get charged for. So for us, ultimately, we are just passing on the cost. For some of the older companies out there, they actually want you to have lower downloads because it costs them less in bandwidth but they're charging you for storage and that doesn't change. So that that's, again, I know that's probably getting a bit, a little bit too into the weeds on it, but I think it's important for like podcasting is going through some changes, you know, and I think it's important to understand from our side why we have the ethics that we have and why we have the belief system that we have, because the way I always see this is that podcasting is the most intimate medium that there is. And you have to be working with people that you really can trust to have your back on this because like you're projecting your voice into someone's ear. Like that's very intimate. It's very, very personal. You need to make sure that you've got everything in place that's done in the right ethical manner, the right manner for you. And that's why we're so open and transparent with it, almost probably to a fault at times, you know? (laughs) And can you explain a little bit about podcast websites? You had mentioned that before. And so I guess that is a basically where you do everything on the WordPress side? So podcast websites is managed WordPress for podcasters. So it integrates, of course, with Captivate, which is the host in the analytics and the marketing tools. But ultimately, podcast websites is, you know, when you're a personal brand and, and, you know, we work with people that are really looking to build a personal brand around the podcast. Very often, you know, you're up at 2 a.m. thinking, why the heck is my WordPress site not working? Why is this plugin broken? How do I add a lead magnet? How do I add a page? How do I do this? How do I do that? Is my WordPress backed up? Is it up to date? Is the security all right? Is this plugin all right? We basically just do all of that. So we've got a team of WordPress experts that we've built since 2013. My background is WordPress. Kieran's background is WordPress all those years ago. So we basically say to you, look, if you have a WordPress site or if you want a WordPress site, we got your back on that one. So all that service that you expect, we captivate on your hosting, your analytics, your RSS feeds, all that great service that you get. Let's transpose that experience into a WordPress experience and say, do you know what? We'll take care of making sure it's up to date. We'll make sure that you can add a page. And if you want a page add in, let us know. We'll do that for you. Let's get this plugin configured for you. Just send us the PDF you want as a lead magnet. We'll make that work. So it's it's like hiring on a on a monthly basis, like hiring your own development team, your own engineers, your own security team, your own WordPress team. And it works very, very well. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have the mass appeal to the podcast industry that Captivate does, but the people that it does work with, so that slightly smaller addressable market within podcasting, it's very valuable to them because they lean on us and we get to know our clients exceptionally well with that, like we do with Captivate, to be fair. But, you know, we start to understand because we talk to people five times a week. 
How is this project going? How is this ebook selling? How is this membership selling? How is this e-commerce side going? So we really get to know you and your needs. And that's the difference. So podcast websites, manage WordPress, uh, take basically take your WordPress site and put it into a safe pair of hands and then captivate the hosting analytics and marketing for your podcast. And of course, they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And then also productivity. Can you explain what that is? I guess that hasn't really fully launched yet. Is that correct? It is. It's a little secret because we keep we keep teaking it. No, it's all right. We can talk about it, uh, but I just can't tell you too much about what it is, but it's in the interaction space in podcasting. It was the first product idea that I had in 2014. And I didn't bring it to market because the industry wasn't ready for it yet. In my view, the everything from the audience to the hosting companies to the apps, they just weren't quite ready for what I had in mind. We launched it as a little bit of a tease in 2018 at Podcast Movement. And then we held back on it a little bit. We were going to launch it. We held back on it a little bit because I spotted a few things in the industry going on that I thought my gut told me I had to wait for them to play out. They have played out now. So we went off, we built Captivate, we launched that product and that platform. And now, like we do with everything Rebel-based media, we've built a team for the productivity product. So we've got a Captivate team, a podcast websites team, and we've now got a productivity team that is building that product. So it's in the interaction space and it's very much around helping people to achieve what they want to achieve, whether they're a big brand in podcasting or whether they're an independent like you or me, but it's in the interaction space. So more on that to follow. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Do you have an estimated time, like maybe by the end of the year or do you not? Yeah, we'll be going public with it by the end of 2020, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And then also Podcast Success Academy. I'm actually a member of that and I love it. All the tutorials and workshops and whatnot. Can you explain to the listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So this is like the last piece of the puzzle. This is the knowledge piece of the puzzle. So if you think about the ecosystem for podcasters, you need a website, either Captivate will do you a very simple but beautiful looking site, or you'll use podcast websites for your WordPress. You need a hosting, you need RSS and analytics. So Captivate deals with that and your growth. But one of the biggest things that no one tells you when you come into podcasting is that you can't just press record and expect this thing to grow. Like if you want to talk about Star Wars, no one ever tells you that you are going to need to learn SEO, content marketing, email marketing, business. You're going to need to learn accounting, how to create a content calendar, and about a bazillion other things that genuinely no one tells you you need in order to succeed in podcasting. So that's why we created Podcast Success Academy. Again, using my background, Kieran's background, Sam's background in digital marketing, in projects and working with big organizations. We take a lot of the marketing stuff that we do for our stuff and we distill it down into usable segments for, for, for podcasters. We're actually going through a big revamp of that at the minute. So everything that is in there, we're actually probably going to strip and really just start again with. And the idea of this is that there's a completely free tier of it. You can join the free tier and that will help you to launch your podcast. And then the paid tier is you don't have to use it. It's completely fine, but that will help you to grow that podcast. So like, okay, how do I do Facebook ads for a podcast? It's on the growth tier. Let's go and look at it. So again, it's just part of building this ecosystem. But what you'll notice is that we make that launch tier free. Like we don't want to penalize someone for launching and there's absolutely no obligation. You don't get kicked out of the community. You don't get not let into our rebel-based media community where we do our live Q&A sessions and so on. It's not like we don't let you in if you're just on the free tier. And I'm doing that in air quotes, just on the free tier. You get all the experience, but if you choose to up your game, then we've got everything there for you as well. And that's run by Sam, who runs our podcaster experience across the board at Rebel Base Media. So it's, it's always fun because we do do a lot of things. 
a lot of people say, how can you do so many things? And we always say, well, actually, it's quite easy because we just recruit a great team for each one of the products. So Podcast Websites has a great team, Captivate a great team. Sam runs the Podcast Success Academy. And then we tie that all together with an agnostic customer experience team. So if you raise a support request on the Academy, it will be the same people answering it that answer it on Captivate so that we can get to know each other. And we have the same, oh, hey, Sarah, yes. I saw you looking about at the one-click sponsor kit, actually, in Captivate. Now you're in the Academy asking for a little bit of support on what's the best way to pitch for sponsors. Of course, everything's cohesive. We can start to talk to you about your goals. So that's how we structure it, and that's what the Academy is. <laughs> awesome. And you even have a podcasting studio in the UK. Is that correct? We do, yes. It's not something that we kind of do too much commercially with. I mean, we do hire it out, we rent it out to people. But it's one of those things that we kind of do a lot of community work with. So we're very fortunate enough to be in a building that had a bit of space for a podcast studio. I work with Michelle and Ash over at Heil, and we, we got a load of PR40s from those guys, which are like, you know, unbelievable microphones. We've got a couple of roadcasters. We've got some Zoom Live Track L8. So we've got all the gear in there. And we really treat it as a way of getting people into podcasting. So we run workshops in there. We'll run live sessions with universities and schools. And of course, we hire it out. You know, we get some very big podcasters coming in. We had some like weird UK celebrities coming in where, you know, we're just working in our office and then this someone walks in that you've watched on TV for like 20 years and we just, everyone stops doing what they're doing. Apart from Ed, who never knows who a celebrity is. And we, so it's kind of this weird thing, like it's bolted onto our office, which is amazing to have. And we, like I said, it's kind of a commercial thing, but for, honestly, it's a bit of fun as well because we can test things out and figure out what's working and what's not working. So we're in a very fortunate position with that. We're not naive to the fact that it's very fortunate that we can do that. Mm -hmm. Do you record your own podcast there? I do. I record the podcast accelerator. So I, I record it in two places actually. So I could, I can, I don't know if you can hear this actually. I actually record it here. <laughs> so I yeah. just record it here on the roadcaster. And then I've got the exact same setup at the studio as well. So I'm really anal with this. I've got the same microphone, the Roadcaster and Heil PR40. Then I've got just under here, we, you can't quite see it on the video, but I've got a Roadcaster Pro down here. And I record it here when I'm either lazy or in some kind of coronavirus-driven quarantine. And then every every other time I record it at the studio with the exact same setup. And you would not believe how OCD I was about making sure that it sounded exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, I love that intro music to the podcast Accelerator. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. You know, a bit of trivia on that one, which I don't talk about much. That's actually a song. I used to be in a band years ago and we wrote a song. That's actually a song that we wrote and it's the intro from the song and it's like, that's the full band playing it. But the reason I used it, I used it right when I started podcasting in 2013. The reason I used it was I didn't want to pay for any intro music and I love rock music. So I was like, wait a sec, I should just use one of my own pieces of music that no one can claim copyright on. And it's just stuck ever since. I've just used it for everything ever since. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so that's that's a cool piece of trivia there. <laughs> uh, so do you plan to be at Podcast Movement this year, assuming that it actually happens? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're hoping so. It's a funny one for us because um, like, we just got back from PodFest. We were at Podcast Movement Evolutions. So much love and respect for Jared and Dan. You know, They've been supporters of us since day one, and, and we've been there since day one with Podcast Movement. So we hope to be there, but it does depend on when it is now. We were planned out there in August, but we, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with it. But yes, I mean, all being well, we will be there as normal. You know, we'll have the booth as normal. We'll do the meetup as normal. We'll do the speaking as normal. And I mean, it's, it's just weird, isn't it? Like who knows what's going to happen with it, but fingers crossed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping it happens. It's actually where I live this year in Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah. So that'll be convenient Ah. and save on travel expenses, hotel expenses, all that stuff. So, Oh, that's cool. I love Dallas as well, by the way. I went to um, FinCon there a few years ago and I'm like a big, like I love like the whole JFK story. So I was just blown away. I'm like, I've got to go, I've got to go, got to go. And it was just the most surreal thing ever. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to getting back there. Really liked it in Dallas. Cool. Well, I hope I can meet you there and I appreciate your time today. And is there anything else that you want to discuss that we haven't discussed or go over? No, I just want to thank you for being um, very accommodating, very thorough. You're a great host. Um, Ask the right questions at the right time, which a lot of people don't. So I think it's fantastic. No, thank you for having me on. It's it's a real pleasure. Well, I appreciate it. And just so everyone knows, you can go to Captivate.fm for a free seven-day trial. And then I'll have show notes at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash Captivate. Thank you for your time today and stay safe out there. Thank you. Look after it. Everyone look after themselves. (laughs) If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash podcastpreneur. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, don't forget to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Until next time.